had something I feel like the Lord laid on my heart this this morning. Actually, I'd been mulling over it since prayer, but I feel like he just laid it on me this morning to help somebody encourage them today. In Mark chapter 5, there's a lot of good preaching material in Mark chapter 5. I just want to read two verses, verse 35 and 36. Mark 5 and 35. And while he yet spake, talking about Jesus, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead, and why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Now I want to preach for just a few minutes on this thought. Don't forget, he's the master. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings today. Thank you for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. Lord, we magnify you in this house. God, help us to remember today to lift up our eyes unto the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And we praise you for it today in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Lift your voice to him one more time. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you for being in church and standing this morning. Uh, I want to say uh, thank you to all of our visitors that are with us today. Let's give our visitors a hand. I forgot to do that earlier, but we are glad you're here. Appreciate you being with us. And God bless you. Hope we'll see you again. Don't forget, he's the master. And I uh, was thinking, uh, I think, as I preached on Wednesday night about God finishing the work that he would begin in us and until that day comes he's going to keep working and this just kind of tags in along with it because as long as you can remember that he's the master you're going to keep going uh, we come on to this scripture with a, a man who has a daughter his name is Jairus and his daughter is at the point of death he says uh, in verse 23 she lieth at the point of death and He's asking the Lord, if you'll come lay your hands, uh, she'll be healed and she'll live. And Jesus uh, goes with him. It says, and Jesus went with him. And as they are walking and, and going on this journey to his house, they're headed toward a miracle. He's brought a prayer request, something he wants to see happen in his life. He wants to make sure that uh, this precious little girl that he loves so much that he, you know, he, he's taken steps of faith to get there and, and ask Jesus this. He wants to see God do this thing. I feel like a lot of us have prayed some prayers that we want to see God come through. I feel like we've brought some requests before the throne and we, we want to make sure that, that uh, we see the end of it. We want to see Jesus uh, perform this miracle that we have asked. Well then, if that's the case, let me uh, tell you that bailing out on him is not an option. If you want to see the miracle, then you're going to have to stick with him. Don't just walk up to him and, 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 and ask him to do something and then walk away. You've got to hang in there. On the way to this miracle, it says that the multitude 
thronged him and, and held on to him and were touching him and walking through there. And uh, there was a lady who had an issue of blood 12 years and she slips in because she has said in faith, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. And as she touches him, it, it virtue flows out of his body and he stops to find out who touched me. And sometimes I think maybe Jairus got a little anxious right here because he's like, you know, I came to you and I, I really need, you know, my daughter's dying. Can we get going? Uh, why is everybody else getting their miracle while I'm waiting on mine? And maybe that was in his mind. Maybe he was thinking, hey, hey come on, Lord, let's go. Or maybe he saw this miracle and it encouraged him and he thought, that's what I'm talking about. That's, I knew it was right to come to him because I just witnessed what he did to this woman. I, I've been around a while. I've seen her. She's had this sickness forever and she's just getting worse, but now she's better and she's made whole. And I'm so glad I came to him. And immediately, immediately after Jesus has finished dealing with this, this woman with the issue of bloody daughter, your faith has saved you and made you whole and go in peace. And, and she takes off. Here comes another group of people. And it says while Jesus is talking to this woman and, and telling her how wonderful now her life is going to be, somebody from the ruler's house, Jairus' house, show up and they say, your daughter is dead. And why trouble you the master any further somebody is going to always be an enemy to your miracle uh, to the, this prayer that you pray there's always going to be something to try to discourage you and uh, but let me tell you we walk by faith and he walked by faith to ask Jesus but it's going to take walking by faith to get to the answer too so we, we think that just walking to him with the, with the question, with the request sometimes is all the faith we need. But you gotta have faith to see it through. You gotta have faith when he says, okay, I'll go with you. Come on, let's walk. Uh, whenever you come up and say, Lord, I want you to heal me. Well, he, he said, okay, I'll walk with you. You gotta have faith that if you don't feel good on Monday, he still heard the request and he's still working. If you don't feel good on Tuesday, don't worry. He heard what you asked. It, it wasn't just two minutes later and he was at the house of Jairus. It wasn't just uh, before things got worse that he got to this ruler's house. Things got a lot worse. And sometimes it might get real bad. I've wondered sometimes about that. And uh, I think that people, that people get afraid sometimes because uh, you know, somebody's always coming to question or something is always coming to, to challenge my faith and question my continued walk with Jesus. Your daughter's dead. Why are you bothering Jesus anymore? Are you still sick? Why are you still going to church? I see your home life is still tore up. Why are you still believing and praying? It's always going to be some negative voice, some negative force trying to push you away from the answer, trying to stop you from going all the way, trying to keep you from getting to where you need to be. But it says when Jesus heard, as soon as he heard the word that was spoken, Jesus will always counteract that negative report. And anytime you start getting those negative reports, you just start looking in the Word. Anytime you start, somebody starts saying you're not going to get better, you just start looking in the Word where it says that He's the healer of all of my diseases. Whenever you feel like uh, 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 I keep getting knocked down, I keep getting knocked down, you just remember that the, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. You just start looking in the Word of God because there will always be something that will trump that negative voice. 
something that will always be greater. There will always be an answer from the Lord. The remaining steps that Jairus decides to make are decision. What you get or whether you get, it's going to be your decision. Because I, right here in this place and time, the, Jairus has to deal with his flesh and his faith. His daughter, anybody got a daughter, you know how that's going to go. He gets news that no parent wants to ever hear. Your daughter is dead. He is grief stricken. He might be a little angry. He, he might be fixing to fall out. And you, I, I'm sure that he was overcome emotionally. You know, you're reading this black and white text, you don't get it, but you think, even if you're standing beside him, because it looks like Jesus has got his attention elsewhere, but he's always listening. He's talking to one woman, but he heard that negative report. He can multitask. He can still encourage somebody else and hear what's going on in your situation. And now Jairus is either, you're right, what's the use? Why did I even try it? Or he can listen to that word of God. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Whether we see the miracle or not, Jairus, it's up to you. I know what I can do. I was willing to come with you. You came and asked me. But if you want to stop walking now, that's up to you. I got places I can go. I got things I can do. But I'm just telling you, don't be afraid. You just keep believing. Don't trouble the master any further. You've heard me say it time and time again. If he's the master, it's no trouble at all. Don't you forget when you get the bad news that he's the master. Don't you forget when it gets tough and it looks like things are out of your hand, he's still the master. I didn't give you this scripture, sis. Don't worry about it. But it, it brought to mind just now Isaiah uh, 40 and 28. Have you not known and have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Neither is weary, and there is no searching of his understanding. I can't understand why Jairus had to wait. I can't understand why he's going through what he's going through, but God knows. He giveth power to the faint. When you feel like I can't make another step, he's there to encourage you. He's there to lift you up. When you feel like I'm not going to make it, he gives power to the faint, to them that have no might. When it's out of your control, when you can't fix it, he increases strength. Even you shall faint and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, that word wait means to expect I know that we've used it as waiting like a person waits on tables and different things like that and waiting on God and serving God. Well, you don't never stop serving God, but the word means to expect. And they that expect the Lord, expect what about him? Expect him to be God. Expect him to be faithful and true. That's what he is. Expect him. One writer said, my expectation is in God. I expect God to be God. And if he's a healer, he's still a healer. If he's a deliverer, he's still a deliverer. Whatever he's ever been, that's what he's going to always be. He's God and he doesn't change. And they that just keep on expecting God. Jairus, don't you dare send Jesus away. 
Let me tell you, don't you dare send Jesus away. If you had enough faith to bring him the problem, have enough faith to walk with him to the answer. I'm not telling you it'll be smooth. I'm not telling you it won't be rocky. You won't go through the valley of the shadow of death. But if you will stay with him, you'll see a table prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. You'll see a miracle in a desert place. You'll see a God that can do anything. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. In 41 and 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Don't forget I'm with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am thy God. That's a big one. I'm not, I'm not your 12-step program. I'm not your motivational speaker. I, I, oh, no, that's not me. I'm not your life coach. Nope. I'm not your, uh, you know, your boss man. I'm not your, uh, f- your uh, BFF, or your ride or die, or whatever else labels we got for people in this world. I'm your God. You know, I understand people probably don't mean no- nothing by it when they say things like that. But you know what? Don't listen, God, down to any titles we've created here. Oh, he's my BFF or he's my ride and die. You can leave that to your friends and your loved ones on Facebook. He's your God. And that's all you need to know. He's the Lord. That's all you need to know. Don't try to put a label on him that ain't in the scripture. Just call him your God, the creator of all things. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord that made heaven and earth. I'm talking about the king of kings, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last, the one that was dead and he's alive and now he's alive forevermore. I'm talking about the one that's coming back one day. He's coming with clouds and every eye is going to see him. I'm talking about God. He said, you need to understand something. I I am thy God. And when nobody else can strengthen you, I'll strengthen you. When nobody else can help you, I'll help you. When nobody else can pick you up and hold you up, I will hold you up. I'm thankful today that I've got a God. He said in verse 13, for I... The Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. God's going to help you. Don't you forget that he's the master. Don't you forget your faith in Jesus is greater than the facts that you might be presented right now. And if you will put your trust in him and continue to trust in him, expect him to be God, then you're walking toward a miracle. When you walk with him, he gives you the power to see it through. I cannot even comprehend those words being communicated to me. Your child is dead. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine what Jairus felt right there in his soul, in his spirit, with his heart breaking, tears coming out of his eyes, I'm sure. Immediately, he really feels probably what maybe I wish he, maybe he's wishing I should have just stayed there so I could have been there at the end. I don't know what he's thinking because right now he don't have his answer, but Jesus is still with him. You don't have your answer yet, but Jesus is still with you. You went to him by faith. You walked 
by faith you came boldly before the throne to ask for help in your time of need, then you've got to have faith when he gives you the answer to walk to your miracle. Peter said in 1 Peter 1 and 7 that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise, honor, glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. But we're never going to find it if we stop walking. We're never going to find what he's talking about, this praise and honor and glory, if we bail out in the middle of the trial. What you've got to remember is that he is still the master. Don't let go of your faith. Stick with your original decision. Stay with Jesus and see it through. Now nobody wants to see what Jairus was about to see. I think about what was going on at his home, his wife mourning, family members mourning, people crying. We know there was a, a big fuss there because you read on down and when they get there, Jesus says, why are y'all making this big fuss? Nobody wants to see what Jairus was about to see. There was real grief, real pain and emotion because of this death. But it didn't stop the fact that a miracle was on the way. He was the resurrection and the life, and he was walking toward the house of Jairus. Sometimes we will see it get as bad as it can possibly get before we see a miracle. I'm sure that he said, don't, you know, uh, don't be afraid, only believe. I can't imagine what kind of emotion he's fighting back. And I know sometimes it's hard to fight back the emotion when it looks like things are now as bad as they could ever be. This is, you know, she's dead. Maybe he could get faithless and say, why would we even go on to the house? What do you want to do? You want to come see your dead? Maybe he's just, maybe he could get mad. He could get angry, you know, upset. Listen, don't let your emotions override your faith. You remember that God is faithful. That God is true and that God will stay with you. You stick with it. Jairus was about to walk into that house and see his daughter lifeless. He was going to see that. Why? Listen, don't forget. He's the master. Even when we see it as bad as it can possibly be, he's the master. When they were in that, in that boat and water was poured into the ship and it was about to sink, to them, it was as bad as it could possibly be. Do you not care that we are about to perish? Peace be still, because he's the master of the wind and the wave. Don't forget who's in the boat with you. When they led them to the edge of that fiery furnace and threw them in, I'm sure they thought this is as bad as it can be. But they looked around and the one that walks in the fire with you was with them. And they didn't perish, they didn't die, they didn't burn, they didn't even smell like smoke when they came out of the furnace. Because he's the master of it all. Job lost all of his possessions. And he lost his children. And his health was failing. And his wife comes up to him and says, Do you still retain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job knew something. He said, You talk like a foolish woman. He knew that God is still the master of it all. In Job 27 and 5, he said, Until I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. I don't care how bad I feel. I don't care how bad it looks to others. And I'm not really worried about the negative opinion and telling me I should just stop troubling the master. 
because until I die, I will not let go of my integrity. Another place he said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I don't know what he's going, it might get as bad as it can possibly be, but I started walking to him in faith. I started walking with him in faith. I'm going all the way to the end by faith. Don't be afraid. Some people feel like they've backslid sometimes because they, they feel a little fear. I don't believe that's the case, and I believe you, you misinterpret Scripture if you take it that, to that extreme. When Jesus said, don't be afraid, I don't think he meant, now I don't want to see you crying. You think Jairus wasn't crying? You think he might not even fell out for a minute when somebody said, hey, she's dead? You don't think he didn't know the heartbreak that that man was feeling? You think he expected Jairus to just be a robot and not feel nothing? No, Jesus, uh, he knows about emotion. He put them in us. He knows about feelings and love and compassion. He put it in us. But in Psalm 56 and 3, the psalmist made this statement, In what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Jesus doesn't want you to be paralyzed by your fear. He doesn't want you to be affected. He don't want you to run. He don't want you to bail out. He don't want you to quit. He don't want you to throw in the towel. He wants you to go all the way. If he took the steps to walk with you, he expects you to trust him enough to get you there. If you would come to him and say, Lord, fix this, then he expects you to have faith enough to let him fix it. People think it's just big faith to ask. It don't take nothing to ask. It's the hanging in there till it's done. That's where it comes. That's where your faith comes in. That's where faith works. Is when anybody would just walk, oh Lord, heal this. I know you can. And then if it don't happen immediately, they get mad at God. God fix this situation right away. And if they don't do it right away, oh, it, don't, it don't take big faith to ask. Boy, but it takes something to keep walking. Because we walk by faith. I want to keep walking with him. And Jesus is tell, letting Jairus know that when he said, don't be afraid, he's, he's, he's letting know, I know what fear can do. It can cause faithlessness. It can cause you to walk away. It can cause you to turn back. It can cause you to quit on your miracle. So I'm telling you, don't be afraid. Only believe. Just keep on believing. Don't, don't stop believing in me. Don't stop trusting me. Don't stop expecting me to do what I said I will do. You just saw this woman healed with an issue of blood. You know what I can do. It was as bad for her as it could be because she had spent everything she had and had not got any better, only worse. And Jesus still worked a miracle. In Psalm 112 and 7, he, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Listen, you don't have to believe. The scripture asks us a question, whose report are we going to believe? You don't have to believe evil tidings, things that will cause you to walk away from the miracle. I'm not just talking about healings. I'm talking about your salvation. God's filled you with the Holy Ghost, and, and people don't like that. You, you come to, hey, look, I know how it is. People try to question me about my faith when I first got in church. What are you doing now? I don't believe all that. Won't you come hang out with us? Won't you come? Oh, no, people trying to pull me away. From what God had done. Don't you let evil tidings. 
Don't, don't let fear overtake you that you can't stand up and say, I, I'm sorry, but God filled me with his spirit and, he, and I can't turn my back on him. I've got to keep walking with him. I've got to stay with him. And if you've prayed for a miracle, we've got several in here that have. The, the Vaughn family on both sides there got, got cancer in both families. And we're praying big, bold prayers. Well, of course we're going to pray. We're in need. But are we going to keep on walking? We've had to do that sometimes, haven't we, Sister Jenny? Sister Jenny has. I, I can count probably six, seven, eight phone calls in a row where the doctors never had anything good to say. And we just had to keep saying, but God is God. But God is God. And she would tell me, I know what they're saying, Pastor, but they don't know the God factor. She, and, and let me know that they were still, it was, was it hard? She was upset. She was crying as her baby. She couldn't fix it. She couldn't make it better. But she knew that God could. And we don't understand why. Sometimes we just don't understand why. I do not know why that as soon as Jairus said, hey, my daughter is at the point of death, that Jesus didn't say, she's made whole. Why make this man walk this path? Why make him see other people getting miracles only and get his hopes up, Lord? Only to hear your daughter's dead. Why let his wife and family go through that? Why? I can't tell you why. I just know that there is a why. I may not know why, but God's always got a why. And I don't know why he didn't do it, but I know that everybody's got a path to walk and a life to live and things to face. But Jesus is still the master of it all. And if you don't think that man didn't have all them questions, people would. When he came to the tomb to see Lazarus after he was dead, both sisters, if you had been here, all this would be, we wouldn't be weeping, we wouldn't be wailing, we wouldn't be mourning. All this wouldn't be happening if you had just been here. Why did you, why did you wait two days after you knew he was sick? Why did you hang around? Why? He said, because I got to do something so the glory of God can be revealed. He said, I'm glad for your sakes. He told his disciples, I'm glad for your sakes that we were not there. So you could see who I really am. And when they got ready to roll that stone away, Lord, it's, it's as bad as it could ever be because now it's been four days and, and he's decaying and it stinks. And he said, didn't I say if you would believe that you would see the glory of God? I don't care how bad it is. If Jesus is still there, there's a miracle about to happen. And you can roll the stone away. You can, you can show the problem because it don't matter how bad it is to the human nature and the human eye. Jesus can still change it. Lazarus, come forth. And here comes Lazarus. I don't know what them people thought was going to happen when they heard him say that. I don't know if somebody thought, bless his heart. You know, he was just crying a while ago. He's just overcome with grief and he's just he's speaking wishful, but here comes Lazarus. Let me tell you, Jesus will speak a miracle. Hey, Jairus, don't be afraid. Just believe. Look at your brother or sister and tell them, say, hey, don't, don't be afraid. Just believe. Don't bail out on the Lord now. There ain't nothing too hard for him. I'm getting ready to wind up, honey. Come to the music, please. When you see that what happens after they get to the house, 
In verse 41 it says, And he took the damsel by the hand, and he says unto her, Talitha kumai, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of 12 years, and they were astonished with a great astonishment. I'm telling you, if you'll just stick with him, he will blow your mind. If you will just stick with him, you're going to see things that you didn't think were possible. But him or his wife or none of those family members, anybody would ever have seen this young girl alive again if he had bailed out short of the promise. If you ask it by faith, then walk it by faith until you get to the answer. Don't give up on God. God's not a quitter. God don't stop. He don't quit. Anytime that a miracle didn't happen, he was always asking the question, where's your faith? Why didn't you believe? They couldn't enter into the promised land because of their unbelief. They walked out of Egypt by faith, cried out for him to deliver them, and he did. But they couldn't see that walk through. I want to keep walking by faith. Let's stand together this morning. So I don't know maybe everything that everybody in here is facing. And I'm not sure maybe about what request you have brought to him. But you did it by faith. But I want to know will you have faith to walk it to the end. Because I promise you there's a miracle coming. Somehow, some way. It might get as bad as it could be. And you may see some things that you never, ever wanted to see. Go through some things. Feel some things you have never wanted to feel. But the Bible says that tribulation worketh patience. And patience, experience. And experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. We don't even really have a developed hope if we don't go through something. What are you hoping for if you're not going through anything? But my hope is in Him. And I hope that I will always keep walking with Him. I hope that I'll never be so overcome with my emotion, with my situation, that I'll walk away from Him. He got His miracle. When I looked at this, I thought, there's what it was. She was dead. And now there's what it is. She's alive. There's no doubting she was dead. But now look at what it is. You might look at your situation now and say, there's no doubt this is bad. But that situation is about to become a was. That's what it was. When my son was sick with cancer. When my husband was sick with cancer. When my wife was sick with cancer. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. When I was unemployed. Whatever it is. When, when I was alone. When I was in trouble. When I was whatever it is. You just feel it. It's about to change. And you can say, but what it is, is I'm set free. I'm healed. I'm delivered. Would you come find a place and stand in this altar today?
And would you just reaffirm your faith to him today? Lord, I know you're the master of it all. I know today that there is nothing that you cannot handle. There is nothing that you can't fix. There is no power on earth. There is no power under the earth. There is no power anywhere that is greater than the power of the name of Jesus. And I brought this request to you by faith. And I'm going to see it all the way through by faith. Let's pray, saints.
chains. I hear you breaking 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 chains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you call my name. I'll never be the same. just somebody and get them by the hand or pray with them for just a moment. We're going to pray together like we always do. This has just become a habit for us now. It's a good habit. We're in this together. Nobody's walking this by themselves. I know we all have our own path, but you've got a support system, people of faith, brothers and sisters in the Lord to remind you, hey, God's still with you. Maybe it was Peter and John and James that was stood right there with Jairus and said, listen, I'm telling you what he can do. Let's keep walking. We don't know all the conversation that went on right there, but maybe those three witnesses, because that's the only ones Jesus let go with him. Maybe they stood right there and said, hey, listen, I know it's, you just got some terrible news. I know it's bad, but you can trust what he 